Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 284, season 12. Today's date is December 9th, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I'll do something well, not normally about, you know, Vanish Chicago Land, but uh, I felt that I should talk about these subjects. Uh, first one, I'm going to talk about my tribute and my memories of watching the TV shows that were created by Norman Lear. He just passed away this week. He was 101 years old. Uh, he lived a long life, and he cranked out some classics. Uh, for example, All in the Family, Maud, The Jefferson's Good Time, Sanford and Son, you name it. I will go th- through the list, and I will talk about my memories of watching those shows and some of my favorites of my shows and episodes. Also, I'll do another tribute uh, to actor Ryan O'Neill. He just passed away uh, yesterday. Uh, He was 82 years old. Uh, Talk about his movies. Uh, I I think I saw maybe one in the theater, probably. I'm trying to remember. And and, uh, he was on TV as well. All right. Right now, the uh, program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Radio Shack. (laughs) And it's a walkie-talkie commercial. Remember those? And here's a commercial from 1976. It's a Christmas commercial. Okay, so sit back and relax. And I'll be right back with the show, folks. Thank you. Here's a space-age gift for kids from Radio Shack. The original Space Patrol walkie-talkie. You get two for just $14.95 a pair, and they really work. They're crystal-controlled and battery-operated, just like Dad's bigger CB units. And they're built in Radio Shack's own electronics factory. So this Christmas, thrill your kids with a $14.95 a pair Space Patrol. Only at Radio Shack. A Tandy company. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Radio Shack. Oh, I miss the store. I really do. Uh, it's still around in a way. It's it's an e-commerce store now. Uh, you know, you buy things online. Uh, it's not like in the old days where you walk in, you buy uh, radios, of course. Uh, any uh, 
supplies, like for example, you know, uh, something for your phone, you know, any equipment you need like that. Uh, it first started uh, by two brothers. Their, their names were Theodore and Milton Deutschmann, Deutsch, something like that, <laughs> uh, from uh, 1921. Okay. And uh, it was founded in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, ran for a long, long time. Their headquarters was in Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, they had their catalogs, which I remember that. That was kind of cool. And then uh, in 1959, they moved to, uh, yeah, it was in Boston. And then uh, before that was somewhere else. I, I don't know where. And uh, then it was bought by a company called the Tandy Company. And you used to see those on commercials. It ran, uh, the Tandy Company ran for about eh, 20 years. And we see those commercials all the time, you know. And uh, the last thing I bought from Radio Shack, I remember I bought a landline extension cord. <laughs> So that was like a long time ago. You know, I still have a landline phone. Some people do, some people don't. You know, uh, you never know. That's for my mom. So she needs that. Yeah, because she doesn't have a cell phone. No, I'm not going to go into that. So uh, anyway. Let's see. And uh, you know what the funny thing is about it? They had their own product. Uh, it was a radio. It was, it was only AM. It was called Flow. Flavo Radio, and that sold for about from 1972 to 2008, and uh, came in different colors like that. I never owned this radio, but I sort of remember that. Also, they had uh, CB radios. Remember those in the 70s? I talked about it on the uh, on a previous podcast episode. You know, they had uh, tape recorders. Um, now, this commercial from 19 19- uh, 76, the man who's speaking, that's actor Paul Burke. Uh, he was in a lot of TV shows. Uh, I think, uh, let's see, he was in Naked City in the 60s. Uh, let's see what else. He was on Dynasty. Did a lot of uh, guest stops. Blood Boat, Fantasy Island, you name it. Aaron Spelling Productions, <laughs> like that. And uh, the walkie-talkies, I did own a walkie-talkie. Uh, I don't know who bought it. For me and my brothers, I think my dad or my mom, I'm not sure. We had them in the early 70s when we lived in the Roseland neighborhood. And we played around for a little while. It was fun. And uh, it was kind of, you know, staticky, you know. Uh, You could still, these days, uh, I think you could do it with your phone, you know, like your cell phone. I never done that with my cell phone. Now, uh, people text now. Uh, Sometimes they call, but usually texting. You know, you just uh, look at your phone and read your messages like that. And then, uh, you know, it just went out of business. You know, everything changed, you know, but I still miss it. And I remember the the radio shack that was in Fort City uh, shopping center on Southwest Side. I remember that one. They were all over the place. I think there was one in 95th and Cicero. I remember that. Also, there was one in Chicago Ridge Mall. Right there. So they, they just disappeared. Yeah. That's a shame. Okay. 
the beginning of the program, I'm going to talk about my tributes to uh, uh, Norman Lear and Ryan O'Neill. Uh, with Norman O'Neill, I'm going to talk about the TV shows he created and my memories. Before I get started, I'll talk about one thing. Uh, tomorrow, I will do another podcast episode, I think. Um, if not, Tuesday. I will talk about uh, something, a special anniversary that I'm not happy about, but I feel I'm compelled to talk about it so we'll we'll see and uh and something else you know i'll give it some thought you know just give you a heads up okay all right so let's get started we're going to talk about norman lear and uh norman lear was a screenwriter producer and he created over 100 shows uh he was famous for shows that were political and uh, social themes that were very common to, back then and even today, you know, and uh, and he created the, the first hit uh, that did that, that did that sort of thing, excuse me, was the 1971 sitcom, All in the Family. But here's something I forgot that he also did he his first tv show was not all in the family it was uh it was a western that came out in 1957 a tv western that is it was called the deputy and it starred uh henry fonda uh he wasn't really in all the shows but he was there i have the dvd and it's pretty good uh because henry fonda was a big movie star and he you know uh i don't know what uh how he was convinced to do the tv show but that, that's great you know so far i've watched a few episodes on the dvd it was pretty good like i said and then he just uh, did uh you know he was writing also he was a film director he uh also uh two movies that i remember watching one was uh well actually his first sitcom was not all in the family it was a sitcom in the 50s called uh honestly celeste starred celeste home uh, she was a movie actress and uh she was also a producer of the martha ray show remember the thinking from the big mouth <laughs> like that and uh the two movies that he did uh he produced and wrote was a 1967 movie divorce american style and that starred um dick van dyke and debbie reynolds i saw this movie once and uh you know it was kind of depressing because it was about divorce and uh it was funny but not really but uh it really hit home to most people and it was a big hit, you know, uh, maybe I'll see it again. You know, I saw it a long time ago, but it was, uh, you know, divorce is not a happy subject. It never, never is. And the other movie he um, directed was a 1971 movie, Cold Turkey. And I remember this one. This one I liked. And this was about, um, it was based on a book. It was about a town where they're trying to give up smoking. <laughs> And uh, it's like uh, they would get some, um, I don't remember the whole plot, but I remember everyone was going nuts because they were going through nicotine withdrawal. And Nick Van Dyke was in the movie too. And they had a big, huge cast like that. 
and uh, it, it it went very well. It really did. Bob Newhart was in it, uh, Tom Poston. And I remember watching this movie on Channel 2, the late, late movie, you know, the late show. Remember, they showed that on 1030. It was like Saturday night, and I watched it, and uh, I'm sure it was edited, but uh, it was great. Yeah, I like that movie. And, uh, you know, around that time, they banned the cigarette cigarette ad- advertising, you know, and then uh, a lot of people were quitting. Still are, just like that, but... Uh, so if they... Uh, so that was good. That was a hit. I like that movie a lot. And then, then he tried to create another. Uh, no, then he created a sitcom based on a blue collar worker, which was all in the family. And that was based on a British sitcom called "Till Death, Till Death Us Do Part." And that was the same thing. And uh, it was the same thing. You know, only the, uh, the names were changed. And uh, I've seen it once, and. Uh, it, it's funny, but you know, it's uh, some of the England English, uh, like the way they do, how they talk, and the, you know how they act. It's different like that, but uh, you get the idea. So, and then, uh, so all in the family uh, premiered January twelfth, nineteen seventy one. I never saw it when it aired. No, I saw it later, like that. Uh, it wasn't a big ratings grabber, not really, and they had, uh, you know, they they had so much fanfare, and uh, it starred uh, Carol O'Connor, Archie Bunker, Gene Stapleton as Edith Bunker, Sally Struthers as Gloria Stivic, their daughter, and Rob Reiner, Michael Stivic, Meathead. <laughs> And uh, they tackled a lot of s- subjects and, uh, you know, and you know that Archie Bucker was a bigot and he had a, he had a big mouth and like that. And everybody had someone like that in their family, you know, and it's just, it's fun. It was funny, but kind of shocked. But a lot of people find it disturbing or like uh, they didn't like him because he's too loud or he's just they didn't agree with him you know but carol o'connor was a very nice man you know off stage from what i heard he loved doing the part he loved doing this part and uh it ran for till about eight years and then it changed to archie bunker's place uh the gloria my stick with left 1978 and then Edith Bunker, Gene Stapleton stayed for a couple of years. And then uh, then she went to Archie Bunker's place for about a year. And then they killed off her character. Well, she wanted to leave or I don't know. I guess she wanted to. And uh, I remember the episode where he was crying over her death, you know, and it was heartbreaking. And uh, sometimes All in the Family was funny. Sometimes it was sad. It's a great show. Once the reruns came, it's a classic. You know, everyone loved it. You know, it's it's, it's so funny. And then uh, they had some classic episodes, like for like for example, the Jeffersons move next door, <laughs> like that. Or uh, there's so many. There were so many of that. Or you know, when Gloria had the baby and all that, et cetera, et cetera, like that. 
Okay, and then uh, right now I'm going to talk about uh, their spinoffs. Now, one spinoff was Maud, and that was uh, Edith Edith Bunker's cousin, and that was played by B. Arthur. Oh, she's great. <laughs> when she first appeared on that show, instant star, and her and Archie were were battling out yelling you know that is hilarious but you they, they're they have so much in common <laughs> and uh the audience uh reacted very favorably well so they offered her a show she took it and she started in 1972 and that was based in tuckahoe new york upstate very upper class suburb had bill macy as uh walter walter <laughs> and uh, andrew Vabro as carol her daughter, and she and Maud was married four times, <laughs> and uh, also in the also in the cast was Esther Roll, played played by uh, Flo, is Florida Evans. She played the maid. She was popular too, which goes to show you she got her own show as in good times, and that's was spinoff, and that started in uh, January nineteen seventy four. But the, the funny thing is. It was not set in New York. It moved to Chicago, and uh, it was in the projects, uh, just like Cabrini Green. Uh, and uh, some of it was unrealistic, <laughs> but it was funny due due to the stardom of Jimmy Walker of J.J. Evans, who made faces all the time, all kinds of sayings. It, it was so funny. He's not really an actor; he's a comedian. But he made the show so much enjoyable, you know, with, with the other kids, Thelma and Michael and Winona next door, which barged in all the time like that. And uh, I love the show. Uh, I like all of them so far, you know, All the Family, uh, Good Times, uh, Maude. And then uh, another spinoff came from All the Family, The Jeffersons, starring Sherman Hemsley and Isabel Sanford. They moved from Queens, you know, next door from Archie Bunker. To the Upper West Side with Winona singing the theme song, we're moving on up to a nice uh, deluxe apartment. Oh, that apartment was beautiful, you know, and it was hilarious. You know, uh, George Jefferson was a bigot too, but he was funny, you know, and he said all kinds of things. He, did, he acted like a child sometimes. It was, he was perfect. Uh, Sherman Helmsley was perfect in the role, and I enjoyed the show very much. He had, uh, I like when he had uh, traded barbs with Florence, the maid, played by Marla Gibbs from Chicago. Like that. Then uh, he created, and then Norman Lear collect, created another show. It was not a spinoff. It was One Day at a Time. It was 1975, and this was set in Indian, Indianapolis, starred Bonnie Franklin. Had two daughters, Mackenzie Phillips, Valerie Bertinelli. I, I like the show. There was a lot of yelling, <laughs> a lot of yelling in that show. Oh my god, I like that. Uh, in between those, he created another show called Hot Old Baltimore. It's based on a play or a musical. Uh, I've seen it, and uh, it's kind of you know risque, but it only lasted a year, so I've never seen it. When it aired. Also, he he also created another strange show, which a lot of people remembered. 
It aired on Channel 32 uh, every night at 10 o'clock. It was heavily promoted. It was called Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. And it starred Louise Lasser. And, you know, she had pigtails. She wore this raggedy hand dress and all that. And she was worried about her yellow, waxy build-up floor. And she was uh, having a crisis one one after the other. And there were some weird characters on... I liked the show. I really did. I watched it. You know, uh, it was like a soap opera. Uh, sometimes you liked it. Sometimes you didn't. Uh, it's on DVD if you're interested. Other shows he created, The Dumplings. That was like a one season. All's Fair. Uh, that was based in Washington D.C. That was with Bernadette Peters and Richard Crown. Michael Keaton was in that show. Uh, that's one of his early shows. Also, Nancy Walker show starring Nancy Walker. Wrote his mom. Also, there was another show that premiered on Channel 32, All That Glitters, and that one was uh, kind of bizarre. That was, uh, I remember watching it. It didn't last long. And, of course, that was heavily promoted. Also, there was another spinoff from Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, Fernwood Tonight. And then it turned into America Tonight. (laughs) Okay, so I'll go down the list really quickly. Uh, then there was uh, Different Strokes. It wasn't that controversial. That was Star Conrad Bain with Gary Coleman. What you talking about, Wills? <laughs> I love that. And then uh, there was Hanging In. That starred Bill Macy. That lasted a few episodes. The Baxters, Palmerstown, USA. Also, a.k.a. Pablo. <laughs> My brother remembers this show. <laughs> That was in the 80s. And then there was uh, Sunday Dinner, The Powers That Be, and 704 Houses Street based on Archie Bunker's house. And the guy who lived there was John Amos, who played uh, James Evans from Good Times. He lived in the house, but he played a different character. <laughs> like that. Okay. Okay, right now I'm going to play a promo of Mud from channel 66 wgbo that's that's from 1988 you will hear b arthur you know saying her famous line and uh after that we're going to talk about my tribute to ryan o'neill okay so so sit back and relax everyone i'll be right back thank you Tonight at 8, an innocent man returns from prison to a small town with a big secret chuck cutter stars in the propane comedy tonight at 8 on super 66 Weeknights at 10, drop in on the golden girl of late night comedy. I hope you didn't have any trouble finding us. Oh, no, ma'am. I heard you all the way from the bus stop. Fussy, feisty, and just a little irrational. I am not irrational. But she's always on top. So what, Lord? You told me a hundred times you want to feel possessed. Walter Finley, I never said that standing up and you know it. Come Weeknights at 10 on Super 66. God will get you for that, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the promo for Mod on WGBO Super 66. 
Uh, right now, it's, uh, it's a Spanish station. It's ha- it has been for a long time. Uh, she had that famous line, <laughs> you know, God will get you for that. Uh, of all the Norman Lear shows uh, that I watched uh, when I was growing up uh, for the TV, uh, Maud is my favorite. It's my absolute favorite. The All in Family, Jefferson's, uh, One Day at a Time. I, I like them a little bit. Maud's my favorite. And then B. Arthur West later starred in The Golden Girls, another favorite of mine. Uh, she's a toned down Maud. <laughs> still funny. She was still funny. Uh, classic. And Rue McCallaghan went over there. She was Vivian on the mod. Uh, She was Blanche Devereaux on Golden Girls. Way different character like that. And uh, so, yeah, like I said, uh, mod is my favorite show of all those. And then later on, Norman Lear, uh, recently they rebooted the shows and then they they made them live on tv i saw a few of them they were okay is it all in the family the jeffersons uh, did they do mod i don't remember uh good times of course i saw that and uh then they did a reboot of one day at a time uh with a cuban family i think i didn't see it. it's on netflix it ran for i don't know a couple of years something like that uh then he just didn't do much uh you know but what a long resume this man had you know bringing those classics to television and everywhere you know including to me and everyone else when we grew up watching in the 70s you know with our either black and white or color like that and uh with their hot topic issues, you know, Maud had uh, a lot of those. Yeah, so they're on DVD. You could stream them if you like. I have most of them on DVD. Uh, so now, God bless him. He he was a great man. He really was. His mind was sharp. Oh my God! Was, um, I've seen him on interviews. He was like amazing. You know, amazing memory. Okay. Right now I'm going to talk about uh, Ryan O'Neill. And he just passed away yesterday at the age of 82. Uh, He was a movie actor for a long, long time. And uh, so I'll give you a bit, you know, where he was born and how his career started. Uh, He was born April 20th, 1941. Uh, born in L.A., and uh, then he started acting. First, he did television. And uh, believe it or not, uh, my brother pointed this out, that he uh, he was in Leave it to Beaver. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I saw, I saw one episode, and he was there. Yeah, that's uh, pretty... That's interesting, you know. But his first one, uh, first acting role in television was uh, Dobie Gillis, starring Dwayne Hickman. Got that on DVD. Also, he was on The Untouchables, uh, My Three Sons. Did a lot some westerns like The Empire, Empire, excuse me, not Empire. You know, the other that other one that's went off the air uh, recently. This is another show, The Virginian. He was on. Wagon Train, Perry Mason, 
and then he's got then he got the starring role in the nighttime soap Peyton Place that was based on the novel of the same name that came out in 19 now oh, in their 50s but they made a movie about that in 1957 that started Lana Turner I like that movie that was a good movie uh, that started Lana Turner I think his character was in it I forgot who played him and uh, he was there through the entire run basically and uh, yeah, his role was Rodney Harrington, and that that show aired like twice a week, and, and it was that's where it, his stardom started. <laughs> Excuse me, so like that, and then uh, so it ran from for four years, like that. I think so. Yeah, I don't know about you know, four years or something like that, and. Uh, See what else? Uh, no, five years. Excuse me. Yeah, I went for five years. And it's also starred Mia Farrell. She was in the show. Uh, she left before him. Then he started in the movies. Uh, his famous movie was Love Story. That was with Ali McGraw, and that was a very sad movie. Uh, he did bit parts before, but when he started Love. Love story. It that he took this took him to movie stardom. He was on that was his meal ticket, and then he started in other movies like that. Uh, my favorite uh, Ryan O'Neill movie was What's Up Doc. I love that movie. It's a screwball comedy. It's with Barbara Streisand and Madeline Kahn. It is nuts. It is nuts. And I first time I saw it on TV when I was. Uh, about uh, 10 years old, you know, and uh, it was the funniest thing I ever saw. <laughs> he played a doctor. So that's why uh, Barbara Streisand called him, what's up, doc? And it was, uh, it was funny. It, it really was. And uh, he also started in Paper Moon. Uh, that was black and white. He started with his daughter, Tatum O'Neill. Uh, Barry Lyndon, that was a good movie. Uh, the movie I saw um, in the theater was uh, The Driver. A lot of people don't remember that movie. I saw it in Fort City. It was pretty, it's a good movie. He started in it. Uh, it started Ryan O'Neill, Bruce Stern, and uh, not a great hit, but it was a good movie. And I saw it in Fort City. I liked it in the you know, in the big screen. It was uh, it was great. Uh, next is uh, he did Oliver's Story. That was the sequel. That that was when his wife, you know, his, um, Ali McGraw's character died. You know, she uh, of illness. He also starred the main event again with Barbara Streisand. He was a boxer, but but he was an amateur boxer. Yeah, he was an amateur boxer. And then he started in um, So Fine. I remember that. It came out in 1979. <laughs> it wasn't that great like that. And uh, he started in the 80s. And then uh, then his film career sort of, uh, we, you know, kind of dripped out, you know. Then he was then he started another uh, movie called Chances Are. And he, he made a comeback. That movie, I saw that in the theater, I think. Yeah, I think I did. And uh, that started with Sybil Shepherd, And they were good 
together. Also, oh, he was in Irreconcible Differences. I can't say that word. Uh, that started with uh, Shelley Long. And uh, that was a hit, you know, because Shelley Long was big in Cheers like that. And then, you know, then he just uh, didn't act much uh, because, uh, well, you know, he he had his uh, girlfriend or his girlfriend, Farrah Fawcett. And, uh, you know, they were like a super couple. You know, they were always together and all that. They've known each other for a long time. And then, uh, yeah, he did some more television later on. And then, uh, then he was diagnosed with leukemia, you know, and, uh, that was in 2001 and he struggled, you know, he, he was doing fine. And then, uh, then Farrah Fawcett, you know, uh, was diagnosed with cancer and she passed away. And then I found that, which I totally forgot. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Like I was, and that was in 2012. And, uh, he, uh, so, First it was stage four, and then later he said it was stage two. So I don't know, but he did have that. I don't know if he had it removed or he was going through chemo, radiation, no idea. I don't know. And uh, so we don't know the cause of death, what happened. It could be the, the complications of the both diseases. Well, we'll find out soon because it, it just his uh, – his illness was uh, just announced yesterday. I mean, his death was announced yesterday. Uh, he had four children. Um, you know, uh, two were actors. Uh, you know, especially Tatum. She's the most famous one of all. Uh, they didn't have the easiest uh, relationships. He, I'm sorry. He didn't have the easiest relationships with, you know, with uh, his kids. I don't know. It was them. It was him. You know. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. His life was a mess, really. But as an actor, I liked him a lot. He really was, you know, especially his movies, you know, in the 70s. Uh, they're classics like that. I like Paper Moon, but my favorite, like I said before, was What's Up, Doc? Yeah. And uh, so that's it. Okay. All right, uh, so that's it for this show. I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about my tribute, uh, my memories of watching TV shows created by Norman Lear. Also, uh, the other tribute by for actor Ryan O'Neill. Uh, this podcast will be published uh, later on today. Uh, you can find them wherever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Breaker, Overcast, just uh, hit the subscribe button or you can follow. You'll be notified. Also, it'll be on my uh, blog, vanishinggoggleland.blog. You can find it there as well. Also, on my YouTube channel. That's the easiest way to find uh, my podcast. You can listen to previous episodes. Just hit subscribe. You get a notification when the new episode is ready. You can listen to previous episodes uh, if you like. Also, it'll be uh, posted on my social media accounts, Facebook, X, Reddit, LinkedIn, uh, Threads, and Instagram. They have the link. Okay. All right. So uh, 
This is Pico Sash, your host for Vanish Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I will probably do another podcast episode tomorrow. It's something very special to me and what I'm going to talk about. Also, uh, I will do something Christmassy. You know, it's the Christmas season. So I'll talk about that, um, when, you know, the special anniversary and also something um, that has to do with Christmas. You know, something uplifting. <laughs> Tis the season. <laughs> okay, so here's bye bye for me, and here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye bye bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye bye bye. <laughs>